What's going on, everybody? For CryptoCurrent, I'm Stephen Miller, and you're watching the latest in our Monday-Friday interview series here at CryptoCurrent. But this week, we got a special edition for you. We wanted to bring you the latest look into our Non-Fungible Thursdays series that we host over on Twitter Spaces. Now, in that series, we typically talk about a little bit of the Web3 news, but we also get into non-fungible tokens, that is NFTs, of course, where we break down some latest alpha for you and get you up to date in the space. So we hope that this little bit of an introduction to Non-Fungible Thursdays will get you interested and encourage you to come over and check out the next edition of our Twitter space at 7 p.m. Eastern time every Thursday. But without much further ado, we're going to toss this over to the latest recording from our Twitter space. So check this out. Let us know what you think in the comments, and we hope that you enjoy it. It is another Non-Fungible Thursday. I'm glad to have you all here. Welcome in, Rico. How are we doing today? Hey, man, doing great, Steve. Doing great. I found, I found an interesting, an interesting little, uh, little niche in uh, in this corner of Web three today. I wanted to share that with the uh, with the people today. Uh, but you know, I, I figure we do uh, we do the thing where we give people five minutes. Let uh let people come on in, and uh, uh, those that are already here. Uh, if you guys could please share this, uh, retweet it. That way we can get a little bit more of an audience. Uh, am I doing well, Steve? Oh, you're doing great, man. You can almost take over the show by now. <laughs> hey, Matt Edgerby. <laughs> I, I, I can't see your name there. I can't see your name there. My man Matter. Percentage Matter. I love that. Hey, uh, McDougat in the house. All right. Uh, I don't know if you want to uh, you know, set the, the intro. Calm down, music. I was, about, I was about to say, say his name. His name's E Pluribus McDougat. E Pluribus right, McDougat. McDuggin McDougat. All right, guys. Well, hey, again, this is our non fungible Thursdays put on by Cryptocurrent. I am one of your hosts. My name is Steve Miller. And of course, I've got, I'm joined today by the none other than the rhythmicist himself, the man with all the rhymes. His name is Rico Shea. And we've got a hell of a show today. We've got a lot of news to cover, but we always like to sh- start off this show a little bit of common music. Um, this is Crypto featuring Rich the Kid by Takeoff. And we still having this shit. And I ain't glorifying it either. Let's go. She want the info. She do. I want to talk about Crypto. I'm trying to lead it, but bloody. Ooh. Like Brian when he threw that elbow. Street sticky cup, muddy. Mud. Closet looking like Rodeo. Come look. 20 Mud. chickens in the kitchen. They all bad. It was just me and Rokato. Let's get it. He missing, sitting them on the mission. Mission. My fingers itching because of Benjis. Itching. Ain't pulled up dirty in a minute. Drink. Don't worry about it. Mind your business. The fuck is you? Serving no G like it's Wendy's. OG. I'm in their mouth. No Dennis. Dr. Lee. Give a fuck about it. Emmett. Oh, what? When we see them boys, we scrimmage. Run. Big. Bite. 
busting. Damn. Beat by busting, that's cold. That's Any mini money, which hoes? Which one? Which flow did the pretty bitch go? Where? I got some, but I really want more. Any weather, I'ma shine. Any weather, I'ma glow. No matter, I'ma shine. We run the globe. Step on that boat without using my toes. How you do that? I wanna talk about crypto, get millions. Shot at my shot, like bigger than skinny. I take on me now, but I'm teasing. All right. What do you say we get after this one, Rico? Rico, you're on mute in case you want to come off for one more sec. I literally just asked him on mute. Get after it. What are you, a Cuomo? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Yes, so, absolutely, bro. All right, man. Well, hey, so the way this show works is we like to do a quick rundown of the Web3 Lightning news. Um, get you into a little bit of the news around the metaverse. And then we'll, of course, dip into Rico's rap report, followed by some good old-fashioned alpha talk. So we're glad I, I wanted to I wanted to ask real quick. You think you think we could do the rap report between the uh crypto news and the metaverse news? I think it would be I, I think it would fit very good right there. Perfect. In that case, that's the way we're gonna do it this week, folks. Excellent. Well, let's rip into it then. So the first piece we've got is of course gonna start out national. We're talking about India. So India, as you may have heard on a recent episode of Non-Fungible Thursdays, has decided to roll out this 30% crypto tax and it just went into effect recently and all of the Indian crypto exchanges in response basically lost about 70% of their trading volume. So if you're curious why um, the broader crypto markets are down, um, I'd have to say this is definitely part of it. So be mindful of the fact that a lot more of these um, new regulations are running in and they will have an effect. Our next story comes out of Brazil who's shared that their um, central bank will be rolling out its CBDC later on this year. Um, that is a confirmation on an earlier report. Um, it just goes to say that they are um, on time, which is, I guess, new for any nation. Um, speaking of on time, um, Ethereum is not. Ethereum's merge has officially been pushed to Q3 um, as its final chapter of proof of work looms. Um, there were a couple of different developer circles that um, I track that were talking about this today. And it really does come down to just them trying to safety test the crap out of it. Um, I wouldn't read too much more into it. It's not like there's some massive pushback. We're talking about maybe a month and a half. So worth keeping in mind. Um, in other Ethereum news, there was an Ethereum trader who um, casually bought about $400,000 in tokens that were um, off of Coinbase's upcoming shortlist of tokens that it was putting on the market. Um, the only problem with this news, that trader made all those purchases before the shortlist was made public. So we are trading. Yep, we are back to an insider trading narrative here in crypto. Um, it's unfortunate, but such is the nature of these things. There's a lot of gray area in insider trading in this world, but um, that's one example of how it can't go because at Coinbase, they're a publicly traded company. So there's going to be some backlash over that. You can bet. I, I remember this happening with OpenSea a couple months ago. I want to say it was uh, right before the new year rang in. Yep. Good old Nate. Loving his insider trading over at OpenSea. Um, <laughs> but let's talk Circle. Um, you know, the, the company behind USDC, they just closed a massive $400 million round led by BlackRock. Um, and what's interesting about this is that round will actually now make BlackRock USDC's primary cash reserve manager. I think this is an, a story that's going to fly way under the radar, but I think it's really important 
to understand that like you have one of the world's largest funds now managing the cash reserves for the stablecoin of choice of a lot of people. Um, Rico, do you think this is a big deal or am I out of my head? I mean, guys, this is this is how I uh, and I kind of touch on this with the I kind of touch on this with the metaverse rhyme. You know, we got Tether, we got Circle, and I I, I know I know it's not talking specifically about uh, about the the article about the news, but uh, I think I think as long as we have a variety uh, a variety of stable coins, uh, then the the global economy standard can still be the dollar. Um, so yeah, impactful, absolutely. But you know, I think we have a backdrop. Well, I'm interested to see how this one develops. Um, I'm going to keep an eye on it for you. So we may talk about that in the uh, upcoming weeks as this story develops. Um, but let's move into Polygon related news. Polygon is, of course, the L2 on Ethereum. They just announced they will be pledging $20 million to offset the Polygon environmental footprint. Um, so this means that they're not just trying to go um, carbon neutral. They're trying to take it one step further and move um, carb. I, what is that? Carbon positive or environment positive? Um, pretty good news on that front. I, I really like hearing that more of these chains are trying to take more sustainable moves. Um, so that's good news for sure. I, I got a uh, there's a um, a project, a DeFi project known as Reverse on Polygon that I've been a backer of since very early uh, you know what they do is they uh, they are a I, I think it is net zero or carbon negative. I, I, I don't know the environmental terms very well, but uh, you know they they're already all um, uh, they're already all mined out. It's actually a deflationary coin, uh, and the uh, the the, uh, the profits uh, the proceeds they go to carbon capture technology. Oh, sweet. Well, I'll definitely keep an eye out for that one too. That's um, that's very new from what I've heard. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and talk Celsius. Celsius is um, one of the big players in terms of APY. Um, you may have grown to become a fan of them over the last year um, as you've looked for new places to uh, far- farm a yield. Um, but as of right now, um, you are no longer going to be able to earn rewards via Celsius if you're a U.S.-based citizen. Um, because the U.S. SEC has officially intervened and told them to shut it down. This is just the latest in a continuing run against earning programs um, here in the United States. So it's unfortunate to see. You hate to see it. Uh, but I think this is just going to be one of the biggest battles that we're going to see develop over the course of the next year. Blockchain.com, this is a really cool one to me. Blockchain.com has announced they're teaming up with Dallas Cowboys for the first official NFL crypto partnership um, with a team. So if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, you'll be able to go to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and see Blockchain.com branding all around the place. Blockchain.com in Arlington, Texas. I went I went for two semesters to the, the University of Texas at Arlington. Uh, very, very nice place, but... I, uh, I I I'd like to I like seeing that you know uh, stadiums uh, stadiums and these partnerships what used to be now big brands big corporations if you are a centralized exchange or you have uh, or you have um, a big or if you're a big name in crypto you are now 
uh, you are now acquiring uh, acquiring these assets, getting your name out there, and also uh, just just due to the visibility onboarding the general public. And guys, we are still so early. No question. So speaking of early, I made a call um, on a non-fungible Thursday. I want to say back in February, it was one of our first ones <clears throat> where I said, look, um, I've got some insider information. I don't mean to be insider trading on it because it's not technically insider trading. It's crypto. Um, I told you that Ripple was absolutely going to win this case. The, and that case, of course, is the one that the SEC has brought against it. That is from an inside source that is essentially one of the councils. The SEC just basically got told by the court that they can shove it. There are recent emails highlighting alleged conflict of interest with the SEC regarding the Ripple case, and it is officially now taken center stage as the head justice on the case essentially denied um, the SEC the ability to play both sides in the case. Um, so this thing is, in my opinion, starting to come down to the wire. This seems to me to be one of the last nails in the coffin. I'm really interested to see how this one develops, but it's becoming more and more apparent by the day that a settlement is almost, um, imminent. So I'm looking forward to seeing that one wrap up. Um, Let me ask you real quick about this one, Steve. Uh, so what do you, uh, what do you project? What do you predict being the outcome of, uh, the, the outcome of this case, I mean, obviously, you think it's going to be settled. Uh, but And what do you think the effects of that will look like? So there's two sides to it, Rico. There's the implications for crypto, and there's the price action side of things. Um, I will tell you it's a really conservative bet by a lot of people's measure <clears throat> that if Ripple wins this case, that you're going to look at a 3x movement in the price of Ripple pretty much overnight. Um like this has been one of the only things that's been holding back price action and certain exchanges from relisting Ripple. Um, Can't even buy it on many. Yeah, I mean, you you really are limited where you can get your hands on Ripple right now. I personally purchased my Ripple through KuCoin. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're talking about the overall implication of it, I think it's really unfortunate um, because I think that you're going to find that at the end of this case, um, there's going to be too much sealed away to the point where any type of like clarity that you might want as a crypto project that you would hope to glean from this case's notes, I think it's all going to be sealed by the court, um, which sucks. But to me, this is a massive win for crypto once this thing does actually clear. Um, so those are the those are the two angles to it that I take. Do you um, believe that, that that the sealing of documents will like basically imply that the SEC is trying to find a way to cover its ass or keep bad publicity from uh, from uh, you know being revealed? I think that's one of the takeaways. I think the other is the fact that the SEC is already well known as one of the most like corrupt agencies within our government. So to me, it's like you know they're trying to hide away as many loopholes for crypto companies and. Um, projects as humanly possible right now that's just the way they you know continue to roll so i hope that they can have some of it like kept public because i think that more companies need um the resources and clarity to continue to to develop properly um but speaking of that let's kind of move this thing forward because i want to get to your wrap we only have three stories left in the web3 lightning round 
first of which comes from Opera. Opera, of course, is the web browser. Um, it has expanded its crypto browser to iOS now and now provides access to nine different blockchain ecosystems. So as much as we like to talk about the ecosystem wars and you know the war of the Ethereum killers, I think it's really safe to say that a lot of people are overlooking the fact that there's going to be a browser war coming too. Um, Opera is right now the big leader in terms of you know, a browser that can interface with Web3. And I think that they're going to continue to be the uh, front runner for right now. So I'm excited to see how that one develops. Second to last piece, Ava Labs, which is the um, primary developer behind the Avalanche blockchain, just hit a $5.25 billion valuation on its own following the completion of a $350 million round. Um, I'm a huge proponent of the Avalanche blockchain. I personally love a lot of the projects on it. Um, I think it's <clears throat> got a novel take on being multi-chain. So worth taking a look at there. Um, clear, clear respect being shown to the team over there at Ava Labs. And last but not least, um, the dumbest story of the week. Elon Musk, after purchasing a minority stake in Twitter, uh, was just informed by the SEC that he will be investigated um, because of that investment. And as a response, he has offered to buy Twitter for $43 billion in a hostile takeover. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. It's yeah, no, like, I, I, I was watching this today. It's like, okay, man, when you got when you got this much money and when you got this much money and, and, and you play and you and you make things go away by throwing money at it, like what else would you expect for him? On top of that, him not him not wanting to to compete um in making his own social media, you know, it's like okay, that's what we do. We acquire things, right? crazy yeah it's unreal to me but guys that's gonna wrap web 3's lightning round today i'm gonna toss it over to rico for rico's rap recap so rico take the floor show us what you got i i, I did want to ask about your thoughts with the elon musk thing but i guess we can wait till after the rap My yeah, we'll, bad. Wait. We'll, we'll wait go go ahead and throw those bars hey Metaverse, metaphor, men at work, tend the floor. Ricochet, rap report, spit a verse, we explore. 2022, April 14th, alarm beep. Cryptocurrent, what's the verdict? We gon' search beyond deep. The hug XYZ launched the mint pass tomorrow. The first one is free, but for three, I'll have to borrow. I'm broke. 0.06 for the extras. Time two is 0.12. So whenever I need eat, the only time is the only time that I sell. Got to practice flipping, man. Get myself off the shelf. FOMO's like an apparition. Impulsivity spell. My lobster's hat revealed. The art sharp crafted ill. And family land putting out something real. That's not chill. Robin, had, Robin Hood been slacking, but expanding in the crypto action, trying to compound its users at Solana, Shib, and Matic. But since the GameStop saga, cut them like a hot barber. Game over. Citadel from me, you got nada. Bored apes growing, making changes, laying the cinematic. They made billions out of nothing. David Blaine, nah, really magic. Soliloquy of manifest and destiny turned to a trilogy. If they win an Oscar, man, I'm going to slap myself silly, B. Blockchain.com to the Dallas Cowboys, Dead Fellas, the Trendsetters, Freshest Peppermint, Altoids with Chicago Bulls as partners. Basketball gonna take it farther. We gonna see crypto brands on Jersey soon and going harder. My Battlefly Cocoon on Arbitrum evolved to a larva. It's syndicated, innovating, Ill illustrated, larger, trademarked by MasterCard, soon to be a NASA launch. 
ah, lost my spot. Mendel Exodus, the precipice for pesting. I'm a LARPer. Hey, <laughs> you are not the only platform that we can launch or blast off. Uh, mess this whole up, mess this whole thing up. So, yo, I hack, call, hey, <laughs> Ricochet, the meta author, but screw meta play to earn. Charging near 50%. That's some reckless meth head terms. But this is going to be the balance that we got to figure out. Who legitimizes who and who's exploiting just for clout? These mustard works I have for Zuckerberg, Mark, and Randy. Randy, up the ante. Mark, listen to your family. You are not the only platform we can, la we can launch a blast off on. Better terms for the metaverse or sing a sad song. Elon trying to buy Twitter on a hostile takeover. Jack is smoking, Jack is smoking purple dank while I drank my grape soda. Illuminati had announcements of expansion, of expansion looking boundless. Next is Yay or Jehovah breaks over. Now I'm pouncing. Forbes with the virtual billionaires and they pulled the really rares. Bull market around the corner come to tear the silly bears sega back in business with a super game go tell your peers my dream cast it has appeared a web three in a rap career for real there was massive fear and in the liquidation in brazil long awaited next to join the digital nations we can only keep a dollar standard given its bandwidth should we use circle or tether or do we need to expand it damn it yo bandages even you neglected the proof collected Ricochet Rappaport is passing off a new suggestion. For every time you've said oof, missed out, and you repented, obsessive with true progression, come down to the oof collected. De degenerate proof of friendship from veteran dude descending, attentive, a crazy benefit, heaven sent if you can get in. Minting a thousand soon for less than 0.02. That's my pick of the week. We roll deep, so let's go, fool. Have to hand it to you, Steve. Honored you let me do a verse. Turn to every NF Thursday when you hear my proof of work. But like Ether, we gonna merge. Let you handle the specifics. And that's my rap report. My man, you're on. And let's get back to business. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Boop, boop, boop. Let's go, bud. That was sick. Please do Thanks. me a favor. Show this man some goddamn love. Throw up the reactions. Let him know how he did. Um, really appreciate it as always, Rico. That was absolutely on point. I lost my place again, man. I, oh God! Like the, 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 whenever I write like really long things, I have to go back and check it out, and then I roll like past it. I, yeah. But well, hey, man, you. that's 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 actually good enough a segue as any for me, because I mean, we've got some uh, some news to share with the room today. Um, Rico's got an opportunity to put some polish on it after each of these NF Thursdays going forward. Um, got the green light today from the big boss. Mr. Oh. Richard Carthon, we are officially moving forward with breaking out Rico's rap recap um, in a video form. We're going to be putting out shorts on YouTube shorts, on Instagram reels, and on TikTok starting next weekend. Confirmed? Oh, Can snap. Oh, okay. I'm doing a happy dance friend. right now. Doing a happy dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a big day, man. Congratulations. We're stoked to have you join the team as a contributor. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you very much, man. Like I, I you know, Steve, I, I appreciate you like just giving me the chance from the from from the jump. Uh I, I know you recognize me for for what I do. And you know, I I, I uh to the guys that are listening, the guys that know me, I, I I like to try different things, but you know, I've told Steve I'm not the best self-starter. Um, if some people say, Hey man, you might be good at this, eh, give me give me the chance to try it. I might be good at that. But 
Um, you know, when, when, when I'm accountable to other people, uh, if I'm co-hosting something or if I'm just, you know, doing this, doing something in conjunction with somebody else, accountable, reliable to somebody else, then that's usually when I, uh, give, give it my best. So, um, thank you, Steve. Uh, and thank, and thank you, Richard, man. I really, really appreciate the, the shot. For sure, man. Well, look, we're going to enjoy getting the chance to see you grow into it. I know you're going to do big things. Uh, but let's jump into last week in the metaverse, shall we? Let's talk about some of this uh, this news around the NFT space. Some really big stories breaking out right now. Um, the start of which is this news from Coinbase, who's announced that um, they apparently don't prioritize getting their NFT uh, platform out. Instead, they'd rather put together a, uh, a, a short film series that they're calling the DGen Trilogy, featuring Board Ape Yacht Club and the ApeCoin communities. Um, I got to tell you, I don't know where the hell this is coming from. Um, this seems to be like one of the weirdest attention grab pieces of news I've seen on the week. Um, I'm hopeful that it's really entertaining, but you know, you're trusting a finance company to come up with a movie. So I'm not really sure how far you want to take that one. Can I play devil's advocate on this one? Please, I would love it. All right, so I, I honestly think that Coinbase is big enough to, you know, walk and chew gum, right? And I, I'm not a fan of that phrase. But, um, okay, so being a fintech company, it has capital. Uh, and, you know, maybe they can finance something that's actually very well done, very, very artistic. Maybe, I mean, I, I don't know what what great moving story you can get from a DGen trilogy, but you know the fact that if if it focuses on the the degenerate Web three culture, then at the very least, I can say that it's gonna be entertaining. I hope it is. I'm definitely gonna be checking for this, uh, and I also think that it goes hand in hand with their uh, with their um, with their NFT platform launch. Now, I really hope it doesn't take as long as putting these moving uh, putting these movies out for. For, for the NFT uh, for the uh, for the for the NFT platform to launch but you know the, they kind of do play one into the other and I uh, I you know for, for me the main thing that I look at is what's gonna bring more eyes onto crypto like board apes we we have celebrities and you know the, the America has a, a very uh, a celebrity loving culture like you know there's uh, there's segments of society that care more about power that's politics and then then you have the that that popularity that that, that macro high school popularity that, that that goes into adulthood and that's fame um so you have a bunch of famous people with bored apes uh, if you can make a great movie out of it, like the uh, the attention will be there and more normies will start onboarding. Crypto is the future. So, you know, this is this is this is good overall uh, to me. That being said, yeah, in the I, I was expecting the NFT platform to launch in April. Um, but hey, if it if it takes time, if it takes more time uh, than expected. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm kind of used to from from my military days to hurry up and wait. Overall, long term, I think this will have a positive benefit, but that's hinging on the fact that the trilogy, or at least the first movie that comes out, is well done. Look, I'm gonna continue to be hopeful about it, right? Like, I, as much as like I want to continue to give Coinbase shit for every single little thing that they do and they fail to do, and whether they do it or they don't, um, is just kind of my own 
let's just call it nihilism for lack of a better term. Um, but to cynicism. me, I, I think it's more cynicism. Like nihilism is over, like constantly negative, like a net, you know, net nothingness. But, you know, you're right to be skeptical. Yeah. I agree with you there. <clears throat> Look, I, whether you want to call it skepticism or something else, feel free to. But the reason that I continue to be when it comes to Coinbase delivering is I think a lot of people had a lot of like hope um, when it came to their last endeavor into um, entertainment at the mass scale. And that, of course, was um, the Super Bowl, you know, that that commercial where they bounced their logo around the screen like a screensaver for 60 seconds. Um it, to me, I don't trust a fintech company to nail down entertainment. I trust a fintech company to nail down advertising. So to me, I think this is probably where we're going to see it go. But that's just my personal take. You know, I, I think you've got um, the right type of perspective on it. It is hopeful. We should be hopeful about it. I just, um, <laughs> I guess I'm a little bit more skeptical. Steve, Steve, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're bringing out something in me that I've, that I've kind of had as a model my whole life, you know, and, and we're playing the different sides of it. Look, man, hope for the best, hope for the best, but expect the worst. And, you know, ne- neither of us are wrong for this. Yep. I would totally agree. So let's go ahead and carry this ball forward. Um, MasterCard has officially filed 15 metaverse and NFT related trademarks this week. Um, could be a very interesting development. See them start to enter the metaverse lounge game, combating the likes of JP Morgan's Onyx Lounge, maybe. Who knows? Um, my favorite piece of news on the week that just really does highlight how terrible of a company meta is. Um, they're beginning testing their play to earn model right now, but they've also announced that they are planning on charging creators up to 47.5% to sell virtual goods. Bullshit. Uh, Sorry, that, 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 that's my first Dogecoin. That yeah, is my put, first Dogecoin in the jar, bro. Put the Dogecoin you in the jar. Crazy? You leave crazy? It, leave it what there the and heck? lock it up. Because this is that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like I don't Yo, care, I don't go care ahead, go how ahead. good the Horizon Metaverse is. 47.5% immediately off the top of any creator who wants to make and sell virtual goods in their Metaverse that's, that's highway robbery. That's highway robbery. Like, how does that even incentivize, like, uh, having a long-term project? You know, you're getting on the front end, you know, meta taking nearly 50%, and then on top, wait, wait I'm going to get taxed too? Like, w- at, at the end of the day, say if you are, say if you are a, 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 a brand that does build bigly, <laughs> a brand that builds bigly on, uh, on, uh, on meta, like, you end up getting, what, 20%? That's, that's crazy. Yeah, I look, I think the only way that this makes and I'm not I'm not saying that it makes sense why they do this. The only reason I could see them doing this and justifying it is if they're planning on giving everyone totally free access unabated to that metaverse, at which point they're saying that the 50 percent is really the covering of cost of entry and like how we're not going to charge you to be here. I'm sorry, man. it, It still seems like overkill. I, I I understand what you're saying, but bro, like, listen, they, they make they make so much money off advertising and, and and data distribution, stealing our own data as it is, man. They're gonna keep doing that. Uh, no, no, like this is this is just uninhibited and unchecked greed. Uh, like even if you make a complete suite, a complete tool suite to to you know integrate hell even make a game on meta that that's still 
that's still asking for way too much. Like, yo, which look in any business, maybe the mob, maybe the mob charges, charges 50%. But bro, that that's what we're looking at right now. What in what industry, in what industry does, uh, in what industry does your platform take 50% off top? Predatory loans. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Ding, ding, ding. And those, then those had to be regulated, didn't they? And there's still, there's still a ton out there. But wow, yeah, it's it's definitely going to spell. If if I'm correct, it's going to start to spell the end for Meta before it really ever begins. Oh yeah, uh, I it, I, mean, I certainly. The, you know, th- sorry, sorry, Steve. Um, thank you, thank you to to Meta for you know bringing to the masses the 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 prospect of the metaverse, making more people bullish. But yo, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, it's, you know, they all they dropped the ball on Libra when they were first doing it. This whole Zuckbucks thing, you know. You, you, I remember in the last episode you said, you know, they're they're cajolingly calling it that. This, I think, this is the first time I've used the word cajolingly. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, just, I'm proud of you on expanding the vocab, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, it's uh, it's it's trash, man. I'm sorry that, that that's hot trash. Like I, if if they if. If they if they end up taking a hit, uh, as far as their share in in their stock price for this, that's I, I think that's expected, you know. Um, I really I really hope that they will reconsider these terms, um, because they're going to be forced to. Okay, like they're absolutely going to be forced to because they the the people in their community are not going to like just settle and accept that. That's just not how it works. Um, you know, like we sit, we sit around and complain if we're trading on Coinbase, bitching and moaning about a couple percentage points of expenses on fees. This is literally cutting your product and your margin in half. Um, it's just like, that's just absurd to me. So let's, let's bury it there. Let's bury the lead and continue onward. We got two final stories for you on last week in the metaverse. Um, the first of which is Sega is currently laying the groundwork for its own metaverse with what they're calling a super game NFT plan. It's like where they're basically trying to create a uh, middle ground between AAA gaming, um, NFTs, and some additional other properties from across their IP library. I think it's going to be really oh, interesting. I love Dreamcast. I love Sega. I'm a big, big fan of Sega, Dream, Dream, yeah, Sega Dreamcast, historically speaking. So I'll be curious to see where that goes. Um, but I want to rip through the last one just to get us into alpha mode. Um, this was a weird development over the course of the last day or so, but apparently <clears throat> on the 13th, which was yesterday, Forbes decided to almost out of nowhere launch what it's calling its virtual billionaires NFT project. Um, they brought it out to their um, subscription holders first on the 11th. Apparently, it didn't sell out, and then they tried to bring it to market on the 13th. I believe it did sell out, but it kind of goes to show that Forbes doesn't really know what they're doing right now when they're dropping a collection of 100 pieces, and they can't get it to sell out to their own community. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. 
Every Wednesday, join cryptocurrency Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. They also did it with their articles, man. We got a uh, we got Triluminati over in the uh, in the in, in the uh, over in the Illuminati community. He has um he's done his little uh, uh not gonna make it times, which is like, I, I kind of feel like a an onion for Web three. Um, it, it, and he was highlighting how in three days they completely changed their um <laughs> they, they they completely changed their commentary on their on the metaverse. Yes, they have no clue what the hell they're doing. Agreed. Yep. So again, this is just to me the the latest in a narrative of not gonna it. But let's go ahead and shift gears here. We've been talking news for far too long into this episode. Um, I only like to do this for about 20, 25 minutes, give Rico's time for some raps, drop some bars, and then drop it open for Alpha. So for everybody that is in the room right now, McDougat, Entropy, Peter, Pebbles, Percent Matter, thank you for joining us for the very first time. We're glad you're here. And of course, Matt, you are all welcome to come up to the stage. Just raise a hand. Come on up here and join us. We want to talk through some Alpha, um, discuss what's going on in the NFT space, where some opportunities may or may not lie but also talk about some of the opportunities outside of the NFT space if you've got some alpha to share. Um, while I wait for some hands to go up, we've, and we've got, oh man, we got a banger coming to the stage, folks. I'm so stoked to have him come up because this is his first time joining us up on stage. Oh, here. I know who it is. Twitter space. We've got E Pluribus McDougat himself. Ah, McDougat, you are currently muted, currently muted, but feel free to come off mute whenever you're ready. Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? Duggan McDougan, what's up, My first time up on stage for NFT Thursday happy hour. Well, we're happy you're here, man. Shots on me, bro. You got this. <laughs> so tell me, tell me, McDougan, what do you have your eye on right now? What's the, uh, what's the hot news that you're tracking? The hot news is that uh, other side, the uh, Yuga Labs land is going to launch like any day. And they're not going to give us much heads up. That's what I'm hearing. Here comes sleep deprivation for the whole metaverse. Man, I've been watching so many of these projects so closely, like Other Side, like Moonbirds. And I keep thinking to myself, like, you know, it's just going to be liquidity flowing from one to the next. And I think it's really just the fact that people are just trying to stack bags for Other Side. I feel like any project that comes out in the next week is just going to be absolutely rickrolled by it by the end of the day but <laughs> we'll see man i look i'm hopeful for other side though but why why are you not that not that we don't have enough reasons to be bullish for other side but what makes you the most bullish about other side right now um you know i think it's the chance of pulling a coda which is like a new character in their ecosystem and i think there's like a one out of seven chances of getting one of those 
and I'm not sure how they're like fitting into the the you know the lore and the story that they're building, but they're definitely gonna be worth a lot of money if you get one. I think you can pretty much bank that. Matua, can can I ask you what does pulling a coda mean? I mean, I, I love the movie. I, were you referencing the movie, or did I miss something in translation? You you mm. missed it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what the movie is. You'll have to let me know what that is. But the, a coda is a new character, so oh, they're little crap. like celestial creatures. And if you look at the other side teaser video, it's the little guy that's like flying yes, around yes. carrying the ape all over the place. So. The, the little like alien, like like a little uh, what's what's the what's the name of these guys? It's like they're like sprites or like gremlins. Yeah, I I, I I was thinking about that Pixar movie with the little yellow guys, minions. And, yes, yes, those yeah, and carry, yeah, the ones that carry them off into space. I've taken too much time trying to trying to figure something out. Sorry, <laughs> you're, you're good. Look, McDude, oh. I I agree with you. I think that those are a huge draw. I think the other speculation that's kind of disappointing is people are saying they think initially it was going to be one ETH like per plot. And now they're saying maybe t- uh, Dutch auctions starting at two ETH, which like kind of sucks because that puts it out of reach for me and like a lot of other people. But, you know, in Illuminati, um, it's kind of cool because we're setting up a DAO and we're going to like buy a- as much as we can as a community. So that's a pretty cool exercise in like Web three coordination. Um, so we'll see how that goes. So is it gonna be um, is it gonna be two ETH worth of ape coin or or how how what does the Dutch auction Dutch auction look like right now? That, yeah, that I think heard? it'll be ape coin. Yeah, awesome. I've I've heard a similar thing. I've heard that it's gonna end up being the equivalent value of two ETH, but in ApeCoin. So we'll end up having to see. Um, I think that when we covered ApeCoin like a couple weeks back, this was just like the tip of the iceberg on like the different places you could use it. But I think that you're going to see so much ApeCoin used during this sale that the scarcity on it's going to run up like you wouldn't believe. So it's not being burned, is it? No, but it's going to immediately be taken out of circulation. That's true. Because yeah, again, I don't know. So the 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 other rumor is is that so Animoca Brands is like handling the sale of the land, and they, um, you know, they're taking on risk with securities, and you know, part of that is their their tactic to minimize that is that they're going to like pretty much dump the ape coin back onto the market. I don't know if it's going to be insta dump, but they're going to be like selling it back to USD or USDC or something like that. So the, you know, the the price action on ape coin is going to be wild to watch. More volatile than already is. You know, I, I I know that I know that you uh you you had some things to say to me when I was uh when I was. The, when we did our show when a point was first launching um i i've seen that it's uh I, I you know i can always admit when i'm wrong right and i was i was definitely wrong a lot of it has to do with me uh having having doubts that lightning can strike twice but you know it seems like the board ape ecosystem has uh not only outdone uh, outdone expectations um but 
also been uh, been the, the 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 what to strive for in Web three. So so yeah, I, I want to uh, <laughs> I want to uh, yeah I, I want to apologize for my um, bearishness uh, uh, or, or or my skepticism a couple of weeks back. Uh, but that that mostly came from seeing somebody get wrecked, you know, you know, when they got in in the in the 30s. Yeah, it was the first hour or half hour of trading was pretty crazy. But, you know, that's like most tokens when they launch, like when p- the liquidity uh, is so small in a trading pool and people are like, you know, insta selling or insta dumping or whatever it like it does that quite often. So. Um, I'm kicking myself yeah. for not having gotten a mutant uh, in January. In January, yeah, I was at, at around three ETH, I think it was. Same, same, and I didn't. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I look, I I absolutely was already operating a fund at that point that had the capital to go do it, and I regret it every single day. Um, but I'm curious to see how this whole code rollout is going to work too. Cause a lot of people have been curious as to whether or not it was just going to be an airdrop, how you would know if your land would actually come with a coda, how you'd be able to separate that coda NFT from the land. All those things kind of are big question marks to me. But what I can say is that if it pans out that we see codas get separated from the land and can be traded on that way, um, independent of the land, Man, I'm gonna probably try to make a run at some of that stuff on secondary. Um, if it doesn't just explode in valuation from the jump, but we'll see. Speaking of apes, Super Plastic just had their uh, they had their collaboration uh, with the vinyl pieces of uh, of the the Yakla of the Board of Yakla. Uh, their their uh, their toys dropped today. Pretty cool. Anybody, I, I think Lordacious, our, our homie Lordacious, ended up getting one. That's a pretty good get. Um, yeah. I've got a couple of other pieces of Alpha that we can run through today, but I want to toss it over to Matt, who jo- just joined us up on stage. Matt, what do you have going on in your world? What are you seeing in crypto? Hey, Steve. Um, yeah, so I'm, I haven't really been uh, seeing much. I've been uh, traveling a little bit, um, you know, taking my eyes off off the, the market for a little bit, but... Um, as I usually like to do, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, momentum from uh, some of the alt, uh, the, the larger altcoins and, and Bitcoin here. Um, so specifically, we've, we've got back to that uh, 40,000 level. Um, kind of interested on, you know, where, where you guys see the next, the next move going. Do you see it being an upward move? downward move um, based on some some indicators I've been looking at I think we're going to con- continue to see some downward steps here um, but want to see if you guys have any other takes on that I will concede to Stephen McDougat uh, Matt I know you are you are guy you are our guy here with the great technical analysis so uh, Steve McDougat um, my initial take is that Matt's right I think we're going back down further. Um, And granted, I think that's in large part to do with the fact that what we got at the end of last week in terms of um, CPI guidance from the Fed was negative news. And I got to tell you, it was a 
bunch of bullshit to begin with because that metric for actual inflation is probably the worst that I've ever seen. And after doing research on how horrible of a way it is to measure inflation, um, it's never going to be an accurate show. I think we're probably looking at a lot closer to 25% inflation right now, if you're asking me. And that's because I base a lot of my interpretation of inflation on um, the housing markets and how, you know, the products that go into building a house inflate and how that all operates together. Um, it provides a little bit clearer of a picture to me at least. Um, but I think that in terms of how that's going to affect the overall crypto market, I think that you're going to see um, probably another leg down, but I think you could see a quicker recovery just because um, the, D what is it? The DXY um, today, I think that's right. Matt, you'll probably call my bluff on that one, but um, the DXY, which is basically how the dollar is measured against other world currencies. Um, we saw like a very, very uncharacteristic parabolic move in the DXY today, which basically says that like other world currencies are starting to feel the effects of inflation and the dollar's value is starting to kind of see more power globally. Um, which to me is a pretty good indicator that like we're going to see some more turbulence. So Matt, does that give you another take or do you have anything to respond to on that one? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I agree with everything you said. I just also, um, another thing I want to add here is that you take away the crypto markets here and just kind of ask about sentiment in the regular markets, right? The Dow, any market outside of crypto you can think of. The general sentiment right now is is rather bearish, right? A lot of people are expecting prices to con to continue to lower. Um, I think that's one of the main things that's going to make it really, really hard for Bitcoin and the other, um, you know, high alts to, to really break out of their current zones. I think the consolidation is going to be right at 38K for, for Bitcoin. I think that's probably where we're going to be bouncing around for the foreseeable future. I don't see it going down below 30K. I think that's probably where that that um, strong support is going gonna, is gonna to be found. An another thing I want to add here is if you kind of look at the, the price action for the past few weeks, we haven't seen a lot of big moves from institutions in Wales. There's been some, but a lot of the money has been leaving the exchanges and it hasn't been put into action recently. So... You know, all it could take is a little inflow to provide some support. Um, and, you know, we're, we're monitoring that. But uh, as of right now, it looks like there's uh, all quiet on the front. So it's up to the retailers to move things. And we know we, we know how that how that ends up. I got you. Uh, McDougat, I saw you came off of mute. Do you have any take on it? I don't. You know, I'm an ETH maxi. So the merge is coming up. ETH is going to be become a deflationary asset, and I think that's bullish. Um, you know, short or medium term price action doesn't really concern me with ETH, at least. Agreed, my friend. Uh, NFT plays, I got, I got two. Um, I know me and McDougat have uh, have conversated about the hug, the hug XYZ. Uh, I know I went, I kind of went crazy when we talked about. Uh, Meta, Mark Zuckerberg going for 47, what, 47.5%. Uh, this is uh, Ran Randy Zuckerberg's project. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, McDougat. 
Uh, and I be, I, I'm not sure if, it, if because I filled the pre-mint or because I have a meta angel woman and weapons, but I am on that list. I get one free and I can, uh, these are mint passes for the hug XYZ. Uh, I am able to mint one free and get another two at 0.06 each. Also, I'm also looking at the OOF collective, uh, OOF, uh, on Twitter, it's OOF, uh, underscore XYZ. Uh, our um, our fellow our fellow luminary uh, Rev, he is a part of this team. Uh, dropped in the AMA today. A very very lively place. I mean, I know that sometimes I make places lively when I go there, but I was uh, I was very impressed. Uh, reminiscent of a lot of these alpha groups, and I know we talked about you know Moonbirds weeks ago. If you miss Proof Collective. I think, uh, you know, the mint is very, very low, 0 0.0169, uh, and only a 1,000 of those. Now, that means that in total, they'll probably be uh, – they'll end up getting 16.9 ETH. That's not much, but, you know, community builds out that way. Uh, as usual, do your own research. I've had um, some people reach out to me and say, hey, well, hey, well, isn't that a little bit risky if it's such a low mint? You know, uh, Take take whatever precaution you need. I feel I feel bullish on it. Uh, yet again, that's Oof Collective, and uh, in they will be if you follow them on Twitter, they will be announcing sixty nine minutes before mints. So there will be ample time to check the contract out. Uh, and that's what I got. Also, uh, I mentioned that my lobsters revealed the art is incredible on it. Uh, <laughs> I had seen the sneak peeks. It was uh, I was very very happy with what I got. Um, kind of wish some uh, some more of our Illuminati people got some since we had that little lobster community in there. Uh, and I felt uh, very left out because I did not join the. Uh, the cyber brokers um, firewall thing. I got my mech arm, but that uh, that that color that colorful mech arm looks awesome. Yeah, I'm thrilled with what happened out of that. I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna continue to be a really great project going forward. Um, the alpha that I have today, as much as I want to just talk about Moonbirds forever because I'm so envious of anybody that can get into that damn project, um, is as it relates to a project that was brought up a little while back called GNSS art by MGXS. This is a guy that was really, I I'm not totally clear as to like how he was related to the artifact community, but as I understand it, he's one of the artists that kind of works more on the generative side of things within that group, not necessarily formally with art uh, with artifact, but there is currently rumor going around that the um, project itself is about to announce a formal collab with um, the Artifact and Nike teams. Um, they apparently have taken a pretty considerable interest in um, the generative avatars that they've created there. Oof, I'm feeling fun now. <laughs> if, if you have not yet seen this project, I really strongly recommend you just go look at it and understand that like, what you're actually looking at is generative art. It's something that is strictly coded and then output based on the um, transaction hash um, used as the inputs. It's really, really fascinating. I've never thought I'd ever see an avatar project that is strictly generative, not just, you know, running it through with traits and stuff. It's like actually a generative algorithm that creates these avatars. Uh, 
So I'd be on the lookout for that. That's G N S S art by MGXS. What's uh, the what's the floor on that? I remember that I had a chance to mint that and I didn't. So regretfully. Point, it's sitting at 0.55 right now, down from like 0.75. Board AI minted out. Uh, yep, board board.ai finally minted out. I'm glad yeah. about that. I'm still super long on that one, uh, personally. Um, the last two that I want to mention, I'm going to skip over V friends because I'm sure that nobody was able to get into that. Um, and NFT worlds. I think a lot of people are really sleeping on NFT worlds still. I think it's probably the most underrated project out there. Um, but they just announced they're going to be dropping their avatars project, which is going to be 15,000 playable Genesis characters in its upcoming collection. So you'll be able to use those characters and play with those on NFT worlds. And then lastly, like as I almost feel obligated to do so, but at the same time, I'm just really freaking excited. And I think it's going to be a great time. Um, Illuminati just made a big batch of announcements last night and finger. It's getting very, very real very quickly. And I think that this floor is not going to be around for a while. <laughs> the floor is snored, man. Like, honestly, if I had, if, if I had uh, liquidity, what we're saying at right now, 0.35-ish, uh, <laughs> that's what I'd be getting. I looked, but yeah. That's what I'd be getting. Yeah, I... Uh, My ninth pyramid. I know that we've got one of the, uh, the local GMs in the... Uh, in the audience right now, if you if you'd like to come up and uh, shoot the shit on some alpha, feel free to. While I put a Dogecoin in the jar, uh, but of course I'm talking about Entropy there. Um, Entropy is the GM of merch over at the good old Illuminati headquarters. Um, we are, as a community, all really really stoked. Not just that Entropy is you know now on the team formally, but that he's going to be making some dope merch for the community. Um, I think that the biggest piece to me actually is something that um, Rico, you and I actually went back and forth on a little bit way back when the first announcement got made. And I think you had some concern about it back then. The but Dow hope, stuff? Yeah, the Dow stuff. I think they figured it out. I think that not only they figured it out, but I think that it makes a lot of sense the way that they're doing it now that I've reflected on it for two and a half months. Um the way that they're doing it for those that are not informed on the matter, they're basically breaking it out so that they have um, a DAO token that is going to be a separate NFT. And then you're going to have your Illuminati NFT. Your Illuminati NFT is basically your passport to you know be able to access events, access discord servers, get you know the benefits of membership. But your DAO token is your means of voting on all the stuff that goes on within the collective. Um, the big differentiator here to me is like when you look at proof collective and the proof passes that are currently selling for like 90 ETH. The big benefit there is that you get to vote and you get to have early access to stuff, right? Well, that's the Illuminati access token. They also have already baked in their governance and using the proof passes for that for the first three years. Here is where I think Illuminati, and this is a big, bold claim, and I'm just going to stick to it. I think Illuminati is going to end up being up there like proof 
in the next six to eight months. That would change my life, and I'd love that. The re- I, I, I want to say, like, my my confusion at first when uh, when Alex had uh, mentioned the uh, the the separation of the Dow token with the uh, with the art itself. I for for me the announcements I kind of had um I kind of had conflated both of them as being one you know you're you're getting if you're getting DAO tokens that are uh of uh, that are tied to the <laughs> amount of tokens you have then you know I I figured it's okay it's one and one they are connected they uh it's a same they're proportionate there we go that's the word I was looking for yeah. um but. That being said, I had not uh, I had not really understood how down mechanics worked. I uh, worked. I didn't know how um, what you would call it. Uh, I, I'll say this now: seeing the amount of projects, now seeing the 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 ecosystem that we're developing, it makes it makes a lot more sense to me. Like back then, it was just Illuminati NFT. Now that we see more things on the horizon the 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 tangible utility for it it's uh, it, it's not uh it's not abstract anymore like there's there's a, there's a tangible setting for its use yeah. and um I, I, entropy yesterday in the uh, uh in the AMA he said well we don't want to call it merch i like that I, I like that term tangibles i uh i wonder if ethan's going to come up and uh tell us what what he thinks a uh, a good term for uh that, that we can allude to merch would be. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I've, I've been trying to goad him on to get up on stage with us today, but apparently he's feeling shy. Um, oh, so, so sad. Um, but, you know, maybe we can just peer pressure him into it instead. Um, like the, w- what I was getting at with like my comp to proof is this. It seems to me like proof is doing this whole thing where they have the pass in the small population to then doing moonbirds in the large population. I think that it kind of feels to me like um, Illuminati is doing it the inverse way. And I'm perfectly okay with that. But the reason why I'm super okay with that, and I think the value is going to come back around to the Illuminati community is that proofs collective pass has a time button on it basically saying that like there is an expiration to this pass in the illuminati ecosystem we don't have an expiration so to me that is a higher degree of value than what proof collective is doing um because proof collective eventually the value will time out um there will be no more so i'm curious about it i think it's going to be interesting to see how it develops going forward um but that's my personal take. I'm really excited about um, what they have coming up with Gar and the Decades Project through what they're calling. I'm going to blow the pronunciation on the um, Pradium. <laughs> yeah, it's well, let's go with that. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you just said, Rico. Um, I think that's going to be a huge value add because that to me starts to compete directly with what Proof is doing with their Grails initiative. And of course, Grails season two is coming soon. Uh, but I think there's a lot of value to having an exclusive access platform like that within an ecosystem like Illuminati. I also so think that really- the uh, the advent of us uh, of JPEG Morgan, uh, which I, I I still think is an incredible name, uh, JPEG <laughs> Morgan partnering for the Alpha on on Illuminati that that that's very that's very worth worthwhile. Oh yeah, that's going to be huge. 
What is the TLDR on Proof Collective? So, Rico, do you want to try the TLDR on it? Because I'm not. I'm never. Sure. I'm sure. Never, uh, Proof never. Collective. Proof Collective uh, launched um, launched months ago. Uh, Ninety-two ETH floor. It's an alpha group. Um, consider consider it. Uh, what is it? I think a thousand passes. So. Uh, little, it's it's what syndicate is what syndicate aspires to to be. It's what um, alpha. It's what most alpha groups aspire to be. If you if if you ask me. The only thing that I would try to say in addition to that that's going to take this from um, TLDR to just flat out TL is that proof's big benefit is injecting more value than humanly imaginable back into the base so it's not just the alpha it's also the access to exclusive drops like they do through their grails platform so grails is basically access to like the biggest artists in the space and because um the head of proof is kevin rose he has some of the like craziest connections in the space so like he had Tyler Hobbs and um, Dimitri, I always mess up his last name, Cherniak, um, and then Gary V and like a couple other really massive artists do like specific pieces for the Grails um, community, which is basically proof. So proof has the opportunity, proof pass holders have the opportunity to go claim it. And then all of a sudden they have this piece that's worth like 50 ETH. Um, it's, insane what he's able to do but kevin is one of the best in the biz he's got one of the most loyal followings he's got like 1.6 million followers on twitter now um but he's been doing it for a while um very 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 good community to be a part of um but again it, it, it expires if the rest of illuminati expands on things the way that they have been planning to do so um creating additional value making more drops and at like access points to greater value for the community this is, we're gonna we're gonna see it run it's just gonna be a question of how high it can really go you know i want to talk about something subtle that always got to me at the you know when i first saw Illumin the illuminati pins uh the the prospect of being that that powerful secret society of the metaverse to me it's so so grandiose um, that I, I just had to, you know, at, at, well, I had to take a chance. And this was like most things sight unseen. This was before the website was up. I, I had just seen the pins. You know, there was a, 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 a Twitter, a Twitter account that just was called truth. I'm like, okay, like this is this, this sound, this looks like it has the right elements. Um, thus far thus far they they are delivering and um i'm i'm very i'm very happy with this i'm also really i'm also really uh hyped for cryptic kids man or truth children whatever they decide to call it uh i think it's very very wholesome and really really cool that uh that that process grace uh son and novavox are doing uh are doing this art um and it's it's going to and, and that it also uh, that it also counts as points for our raffle system. I, I think that's that's really cool, and, I, and I'm psyched to see where that goes. Also, uh, and also with the with with the with Redactive or the Archive, you know, having 
uh, having uh, photography on it. Like my my sister's a photographer. She has a big. Uh, she also she also has a, a, a big uh, you know grand grandiose uh, project where she cycles throughout the world and she takes you know she takes pictures of different people everywhere. Um, I I I see I see her being on this once she finishes her her world tour. So um, this is a this is definitely a place for me to call home and. I'm just really happy that my sister listened to me and uh, went in. She's the owner of 225. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Well, look, I, I think that there's a lot of positives coming out of it. I hope your sister does get into it. Um, I don't know why. I just want to say it to be kind of a, a final thought here, despite the fact that I keep pinging entropy to come up on stage. Um, I had a thought for what, like, we should absolutely try to convince somebody within the Illuminati to do and develop. We should see a spinoff collection either from Cryptic Kids as like their second generation project or just like a mischief project from within the Illuminati um, that's based on the ideas of like misinformation and just call it like create an NFT project for it called Sweet Little Lies. Fnord. All Fnord. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, like considering that disinformation and misinformation is is uh is is a very is a very polarizing thing that people are living by as credo these days with how some uh media outlets are doing and what's going on in russia right now you know living living in trump country pennsylvania there's a lot of uh a lot, a lot of people, once they are, once they start looking at the other side, it seems like they're being eaten by a form of, I'm not going to say denial, but you know, th that aspect of denial is there. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, you've seen uh, lies being weaponized over, I want to say the, at least in America over the past six years. And, uh, you know, there is, considering how many uh, influencers, uh, or thought leaders exist in this space, and I, 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 th I think there, there is, a, there, there is a spot for it, as long as it can be done in a way that isn't causing harm. You know, like, you know, it being being Web three, uh, there's a, trolls can be funny. Uh, I'm saying, uh, I'm thinking that if we can, if we can keep, if we can keep it satirical, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, look, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Non-Fungible Thursday Happy Hour. I appreciate every single one of you guys for being here. McDougat, Rico, Matt, Entropy, Peter, Pebbles. Pebbles the man all the way from across a pond or two. Um, and then, of course, Percentage Matter, thank you for being here for your very first time. Uh, friendly reminder to the peanut gallery, that is that we have POAPs. That's right, <clears throat> proof of actual participation NFTs that we put out to everybody. And for the first week in like at least over a month and a half, I decided to be super proactive about it. Nice. And I decided to send them to everybody in the middle of this session. So if you were in this Twitter space, you already have a link. You can check your discord or your Twitter, wherever I was able to find you um, to download slash acquire your very own PO app for this week's um, edition of non-fungible Thursday, which by the way, um, special edition this week because this is officially the 10th non-fungible Thursday um, that we've hosted. So you have received challenge coin number 10 as your PO app today. 
Um, we will be doing a search across these in the near future um, for, uh, let's just say, a fun little reward. So keep on collecting challenge coins, guys. Keep coming back to Non-Fungible Thursdays here with CryptoCurrent. Again, um, this space is only made possible by CryptoCurrent, who is essentially your connection to what's going on in the world of Web3, whether that's by way of thought leadership or just by these sessions where we can get you the latest news of what's going on in the space. Um, Rico, talk to the people about where they can find you and any of your um, recent works. So uh, my my recent... My recent work that I'm most proud about has been uh, the, the the Ricochet Rap recaps, Ricochet Rap reports that I do here uh, on my Twitter. I like to uh, I, I like to uh, retweet this, and sometimes if you want to just look for that, I'll put uh, what timestamp they start at. Uh, also on my page, you can see my uh, my SoundCloud. Uh, that's I'm still working on a. Uh, still working on a debut album um but anything that i do in the nft world i make that instantly available uh and also i have a series of acapellas um on OpenSea. that's when i first started getting acquainted with uh with nfts uh that's openc.io slash ricochet guevara that's r-i-c-o-c-h-e-g-u-e v-a-r-a and if you hit uh created you can see uh a bunch of acapellas that I created. Uh, and so that's, uh, that's about it. All right, guys. Well, Hey, that again is going to do it for another non-fungible Thursday in the books. If you did not receive um, a PO app from me, you're either lying or having technical difficulties. So just shoot me a DM and I'll gladly help you sort that out. Uh, but until next time, folks, we hope that you'll come back for another non-fungible Thursday next week, 7 PM Eastern time. But until then, we hope that you will always stay cryptocurrent. Have a good one. Stay cryptocurrency. So that's it. That's a quick inside look at our non-fungible Thursday Twitter space. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it convinced you that you should be dropping in and chatting with us next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. But for now, this has been another edition of Cryptocurrent. We hope that you will come back and see us next time and check out our content across not just Twitter spaces, but also our website, crypto-current.co. So, so that you can get more informed on what's going on in crypto and learn a little bit from our editorial team. But until next time, certainly hope that you'll stay cryptocurrent. Have a good one.